Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff during a pandemic is even better. Whether you're quarantined with your sugar baby or social distancing by yourself, you can get 50% off one item at adamandeve.com when you use the code CANDY at checkout. And that's not all. Adam and Eve will include 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item all partners can enjoy. Plus, you'll receive six free spicy movies. But the best part is the free shipping. You can get all of this at adamandeve.com using code CANDY at checkout. That's C-A-N-D-Y. So Shelby, what are you getting me? Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Candy Girl. I'm your host, Shelby. And I'm your co-host, Emily. And today we have a guest whose name I'm not even going to try to pronounce, so take it away for us. You can just call me Kit, uh, Kit. if that works. Okay. For the record, <laughs> he originally asked to call him Mr. Vivian no, it was, it was Smitty Werber Jaegerman Jensen. It's a SpongeBob reference. Worker oh, Jaegerman Jensen. I feel Jensen. uncultured. Oh, I like no. knew it was a reference, but it's not like I could say it when you know I was eight years old either. Well, I'm disappointed. I'm leaving right now. <laughs> Here we are, 22. <laughs> Tons of education later. Can't quote memes word for word. Yeah. So the American education best. system failed me. Anyways, um, <laughs> um, and so you're a photographer for dominatrices, correct? Uh, not. Exactly. Uh, I'm more of a performer in some clips. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So I was not aware, which makes this so much more fun. I'm sorry. I should have been more clear. No, no, no. Oh, you're fine. Wait, okay. I just said I help. context, in case anybody else listening here is confused, um, Shelby and Smitty Warbin Jason. (laughs) I want to use the other. Okay. Shelby and Kit. Go to school together. Mm-hmm. So Shelby came up to me and was like, hey, I have a friend who was, and I was fully under the impression that you were a photographer for dominatrixies. Mm-hmm. Well, when I messaged Shelby, I just told her I help with some of my dominatrix friends with clips. Uh, I wasn't exactly... Yeah, when you said clips, I, I thought you nervous. meant like <laughs> pictures. <laughs> yeah. Like, nope. <laughs> okay. I am right there in it. Well, with my I am face covered. so excited then. This is going to be so much more fun than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Not that I didn't think it was going to be fun to begin yeah. with. It just got a whole lot more interesting. Oh, a thousand. Because when earlier, before you showed up to the studio, he was like, How explicit can I be on this podcast? <laughs> I was like, Well, if you're just a photographer, I don't know how explicit you could <laughs> get. But <laughs> now oh, I'm so no. pumped. Anyways, get as explicit as to possible awesome i love hearing all of it my limit is don't show me videos of you fisting a guy while he bleeds no uh i've never fisted anyone so there's not really they're showing us a video of fisting that's happened oh it has that's happened that's why that's my that's my (laughs) but they're just like here check it out that's how explicit you can be on the show okay that is my upper bound does that make me feel better <laughs> yes uh i will mention I, I will say just beforehand uh there will be some talk of blood not a that's whole. fine blood? as long not, as we not don't see it not in a bad way like blood? not in a, oh no i was uh, fucked up and blood's fine i just don't want to see videos of you no. fist okay cool no, i don't have videos of it anyway so <laughs> I, I, like i'm okay with talk to. like if he would have just talked about it that would have been fine the crisco thing would have still thrown me off. Yeah, that's not that's not that's not a good thing. That's They're not like good. it's food safe. I'm like, there's a lot of things I'd put in my mouth that's, I wouldn't put in my vagina. That's like saying <laughs> that's like when someone says, "Oh yeah, spit is lube, right?" 
It's like, uh, <gasps> no. I know straight men in high school who have used olive oil as lube no. for anal sex. Bad idea. That's not a good idea. Anyway. Anywho. <laughs> back sorry on about that. <laughs> so, Kit, what do you do? Uh, well, uh, for the past, I'd say, year now, uh, I've been helping uh, a couple of my friends who are dominatrixes uh, film clips for their various, uh, what's, what website? Is it? Clips for Sale, I think is the name of the website. I forget. Hmm. But, yeah. Um, what, so what does that entail? Uh, it's kind of like almost like a normal session with the dominatrix, just really, really short and with cameras almost. That's interesting. And so, and then they sell that content online? Yeah, they. I think they have multiple online websites uh, from uh, on a couple of different websites. Probably things like OnlyFans. Yeah, OnlyFans is one of them. Chatterbait. I don't think Chatterbait for with my friends. Anyway. I'm I'm just naming websites oh, yeah. I know of. Yeah. <laughs> and do they get paid for the session and then also the content afterward, or do they film this specifically f- to sell the content? Uh, they sell it specifically to sell it. Uh, okay. I don't have to pay anything. So. Do okay. you get paid? Uh, I don't. I'm just kind of there, just like, hey, I can help. I don't mind helping, and just kind of for the experience almost. That's so, so fun. how'd you get involved? This uh, kind of all started back last February. Uh, I've always been interested in BDSM and seeing a dominatrix. And I knew when I got to college, be like, yeah, maybe I want to do that. But I never, I always was just super shy and nervous about it. And then last year, I was just like, okay, I've been saving up money just for something, for some kind of treat myself day. We love that. Yeah. And I just said, you know what? I just want to go ahead and do it. So I found uh, a dominatrix online and I emailed them. Just be like, hey, I've never done this before. (laughs) I'm very shy and awkward. So, but can can I, can we hang out? Is that cool? (laughs) Do you want to get lunch sometime? Do you want to get, well, actually, we did go to a coffee shop uh, before our session. Uh, she most or they mostly do transactions online, but I couldn't do that just because um, my parents watch what I buy with my credit cards. So if they saw a big transaction for like two hundred and fifty dollars, they'd be like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, fair enough. So I had saved up cash, yeah, and I just emailed them saying like, "Hey, I know this is kind of weird, but can I give you a deposit in cash?" And they were like, "Oh yeah, that's fine. Uh, let's meet up at a coffee shop, and we can also just chat for a little bit." Very cool. Yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> and then what happened? And then about a week later, I had my first session, and it was just absolutely amazing. It was fucking life changing. <laughs> That is so cool. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't seem shy and awkward anymore. No, well, I'm still shy and awkward, just less so. Uh, Before I saw uh, them, I was, I still thought I was, you know, just a shy, straight man. It's like, no, I'm just a very asexual, non-binary person. Have we been using the wrong pronouns for you this whole time? Oh, no, it's all right. Uh, I use he and them. Okay. I'm so sorry. I should have asked. It's something new for me, so it's like, I don't mind. Experimenting? Yeah, basically. Just to test the waters. Yeah, I've only started about January, where I've been like, I like them as pronouns. I like how you say 
Oh, I mean, I just started, and I'm just like... <laughs> I mean, in terms of, like, other people, it's like, I've only really been in the BDSM world for a year now, so... But I feel like, I feel like looking back, it's like, damn, I've done a lot in a year. <laughs> yeah, I want to hear about that. Yeah. So after your first experience, you were like, wow, this is life-changing, this is great, and then you were like, I want to do it again? Uh, yeah, uh, my... I'm just going to refer to my my friend that I had my first session with as my master, if that's cool. Yes, um, it is. They, Duh. They are my master. They Lady gave, bad bitch, maybe? Yes. <laughs> master? Okay, yes. I'm here they, for it. They gave me this collar. Um, for those listening at home, I am wearing a collar. So It's bright blue and looks exactly like my dog's blue leather collar that he's wearing right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, so... It was right after our first session, uh, my master emailed me saying, like, you know, just checking up on you. You want to make sure that, you know, you're not traumatized from the experience. I was like, no, it was fucking amazing. Is there anything else I can do? And they said to me, like, hey, if you could fill out this, like, review uh, on her. I forget what website it was, but it was, like, basically review. And, okay. And so I did that really, really fast, because when I'm given an assignment, I like to get it done as soon as possible. So I emailed them back in, like, 30 minutes, saying, like, done! And then they messaged me back again, saying, like, hey, you're really good at, you know, <laughs> listening to me and getting tasks done quickly. Do you want to be my domestic servant? And, like, fuck yes, because you are awesome and you are interesting and I like spending time with you. And so it was right around, I guess it was March... They had me come back over to their space and just had me doing mundane tasks like go mow the front yard or clean up the dungeon, that kind of stuff. And then I'm just, I'm, is it okay if I just like keep going? Oh, like yeah, yeah, please, year? please. That's I feel like point. I'm not letting you guys talk. I feel a little bad. No, that's all. We're mean? interviewing like, you. We're, we're here to listen to you. Like, oh. why, why you talk, I tend to like type down questions. So, oh, like, okay. don't worry about it. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, I, that kind of continued uh, over the, uh, up until the summer. Uh, then I went back home for the summer. And uh, over the summer, I started talking to one of my master's friends. Uh, they were looking for a volunteer for uh, basically a medical BDSM workshop. And so I'd messaged her saying like, hey, I know so-and-so. Uh, you can talk to them, you know, see that I'm not some creepy guy DMing you on Instagram for no reason. And so she's like, yeah, that's all awesome. I'd love for you to volunteer. And so when I got back, it was back in, when did we come back from summer break? It was September, I guess. Yeah, September. Yeah. I visited her and we did uh, basically just a full day of just like medical BDSM training for other doms. What does that entail? Is it oh. anything like actual medical training? <laughs> kind of. We, it was, we started off with enemas. And that was weird because I had never done any butt stuff before. What, what, in the butt? <laughs> yes, what, what, in the butt indeed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what, what happened was, with the butt stuff going on? It was basically just like, hey, this is, you know, how an enema works. Don't use... Olive oil to loop up the tube. Literally don't use anything. <laughs> don't use any food products. Like, Get all your stuff 
from proper medical supplies. Just because it's safe in your mouth doesn't it's, mean it's safe in your butt. Exactly. Uh, so it was enemas, and then we moved on to catheters. Oh, my God. Yes. Like, <laughs> full-blown catheters. I remember when my friend was in the emergency room to get a burrito surgically removed from his throat. That's a story for another That's time. A, that, yeah, that is To a get story. a burrito surgically removed from his throat. Uh-huh. I, like, asked the ER nurse a bunch of questions about catheters Mm -hmm. and watching my two friends cringe as she described the process. Anyway, so how difficult is it to do? It's not that difficult, just so long as you have the right amount of lube and you're actually, like, communicating, like, eh, that kind of is uncomfortable. It's just all about communication with that. So that was also interesting because that was also the first time getting anything shoved up my penis. So that was that was different. And then after that, it was sounding, which is kind of the same except a lot colder because it's metal. Yeah, isn't it like with the? Yeah, it's the same thing, but with the metal fork, and sometimes there will be like tuning rods. Uh, yeah, I've never had the tuning rod. It's usually always just been the, the little metal rods. This isn't something I've looked into extensively, so no, I just okay. feel like that's a part of it. Okay. Learning all sorts of fun new things. I've learned so fucking much on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to remember, like, all the stuff we did. It was a lot. It was like, like... So the medical stuff, specifically, Yeah. I watch a lot of medical TV shows. Yes. Not that that gives me any fucking credibility, (laughs) but um, (laughs) so the person instructing you, was it all just doms or was there an EMT or nurse or somebody with a medical background? This is out of Um, curiosity. There was, there was another, it was a male dom doing the, it was, this was back in the the medical session training thing um, back in September. Uh, It was... It was my friend, uh, who I'm just going to refer to as O from now on, just to avoid confusion. It was O and one of her friends, who's also like a medical male dom. And I want to say he's had medical training. I don't know for certain, but... Were you nervous? I mean, I was nervous. I feel like everyone is nervous when it comes to BDSM, especially if you're new. But I feel like especially if you're getting things shoved in your yeah anything. your pee like, things shoved in your, your anything ass. yeah I think it's okay to be nervous about anything mm-hmm. getting shoved anywhere oh absolutely but I also knew it's like they've been doing this for a really long time so they know what they're doing so that's crazy so back to the pee pee hole stuff real yeah. quick yeah so <laughs> is that the something sounding. Is, is that something that you'd recommend. Me doing to my boyfriend, I think oh, he'd hate fuck it. Yeah. But <laughs> fuck yes. Yeah, it's awesome. This, it's about to get explicit, but the way it basically works is that you're you're sliding the metal rod down the urethra, and you're basically poking against the prostate. Oh, so yeah. It's like you know, it's like up the butt with fingers, except from the other hole. That's so interesting. So, like, I'm sure you can understand why most, you know. Guys or people with dicks yeah. would be intimidated. Oh, yeah. It's very, it's intimidating, but like in a fun way. Okay. So you'd recommend people at least got to try everything once. Oh, definitely. You know, but, you know, do it safe. You know, don't use spit as lube. Or olive oil. Or olive oil. <laughs> That's horrifying. Damn. You will get a UTI. <laughs> 
So you mentioned previously that you're asexual. Yes. So how does that play a part in all of this? I when I first, I I kind of I wasn't out when I first had my session with my master. I wasn't out, but I knew subconsciously that I was asexual. I just like hadn't come to terms with it yet. But it didn't factor into it as much as I thought it was going to be because there wasn't a whole lot of like stuff up the butt, like d- dildo wise, or like me putting my dick into anything. It was mostly just like spanking and nipple torture and medical stuff and that kind of stuff. That sounds so scary. <laughs> <laughs> it's scary. In a good way. It's so much fun. <laughs> the but, fear is the fun part. Oh, definitely. If you were comfortable, why would you be doing it? <laughs> I guess that's fair. Yeah. So it's it's funny. Uh, when I tell... I've only told a couple people that I'm asexual and that I'm also kinky. And they always are kind of surprised by that. Because like, what? I thought those were two completely different things. It's like, well, first off, asexuality is... A v- very broad spectrum, I think. Uh, it's like for me, and I'm not speaking on behalf of all of asexuals. Just for me, I'm very uninterested in just like penetration, if that makes sense. Like I just, I, I'm not, I don't care that much. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't care. Well, because a lot of people associate asexual with things like making assumptions that, you know, you're aromantic or, like, yeah. against everything. It's like, no, I like I like being in relationships. Like, like I want to like, be cuddled. I want to be held. Yeah. Like, I want a relationship. Just... I want to I be cuddled or I want to be fucking spanked. <laughs> no, <laughs> no in between. between. No in between. It's one or the other. <laughs> it's like, you need to hold my hand or shove a rod up my dick. This <laughs> <laughs> is so wild. <laughs> so... I hope you can understand, even to asexuals, that's a little confusing. Oh, yeah, definitely. I I make no sense. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. It'd be like that. Yeah. So You like what you like. I do, yeah. Mm, As long as you're enjoying it. I I do. (laughs) It's just so much fun. So what's a dominatrix workshop like? So I always talk about how, you know, I'm a TA, I work in tech, I'm really involved in mental health, and I've been to workshops where, like, you show up, Mm -hmm. you do, you start with the weird icebreaker yeah sometimes it's held in like a gym or cafeteria and like it's awkward the entire time maybe yeah. you get a goodie bag yeah. but you definitely get a lot of papers at the end mm-hmm. what what's a dumb workshop like it's a lot like that actually except in a dungeon and are all the are all the doms like you know dressed up or is it just wearing no, whatever uh no not really the one that i was a part of uh my friend oh was decked out in scrubs because you know it's like hey it's a medical workshop oh yeah that's cute that's but cute. uh but the doms attending it was it was just one it was two classes it was one each uh they were just dressed casually so nice <laughs> i'm like crazy. if yeah. if there was just a picture taken of the workshop without any of the activities or the like i'm assuming it took place in a dungeon it did yeah without the like dungeon and stuff like would it just look like an hr retreat oh it would it would be like a like a hospital hr retreat wild (laughs) sounds like gray's anatomy yeah (laughs) it's funny that you were talking about your your trip because it's like it started off a lot like that but you know it's like when you're 
completely naked and shoving things up then my it, butt. Then it felt different. Then, you know, it kind of gets a little more casual. What if it's I like, told you that's happened at my tech workshop before? <laughs> you had someone get naked and have a metal rod shoved up their feet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to see that sounds anybody wild. naked yeah. in tech mm. except for some of the girls. Mm. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> We love a bad bitch in STEM. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so what does helping a dominatrix with uh, clips entail? Not not a whole lot. It's basically I'm there just almost as a prop, like a well like a well treated prop almost. Uh I define well treated. Like not like a toy where you're just like thrown to the side. It's like, are you okay afterwards? Like, here's some water. The way you would treat your bong. Yeah. Oh, I do love it. But <laughs> I would never hit my bong. No. Does your dom ever like you know, papa, like give you a little spanky or like oh, yeah. a little, little grab? Yeah, but not like, not abusively. Okay. Just like, hey, we're gonna film a spanking scene. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just I'm nervous. I'm so oh, into what? Oh, what are you nervous about? I don't talk about this this much, so it's just kind of all new. This is a good space to do it in. It is. Besides, and if you, and if you say anything, and like, you know, you come out of here and you're like, wow, I really wish I didn't say that. Text Shelby and she'll cut it out. Yeah, yeah I cut edit out the podcast. So much of my audio. <laughs> <laughs> so we could have a whole podcast episode of the audio I've cut out. Yeah. <laughs> Emily just saying dumb shit. Have a have a blooper reel almost. Like, that actually might be really lit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd listen to that. That sounds awesome. Look, I'm a narcissist. I love the sound of my own voice. Do it for me. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So I I understand why I would make you nervous. Mm-hmm. So I once almost did porn. Yeah, I get it. Not the same, but but it's weird to talk of. about, especially because yeah. it's not something like you know you even tell your close friends. Like you maybe yeah. mention you do it, but you never go yeah in detail. I've mentioned to my friends that I have friends who are dominatrixes and I've gone to a BDSM party, but I've never told them that I've done clips. Will you tell us about this BDSM party? I will. I was actually hoping to bring it up. Yes. Because first off, it's only $15. So, yeah. Field trip? Field trip. Any girl field trip. I was like, if you guys don't know about this, you should. It's called Shrine, and it's at a, I guess it's a bar called Colette. Uh, it's up pretty far up north austin basically they do it once a month it's 15 dollars, and they have they have uh, performances a couple of performances throughout the night and they also have stuff that you can use yourself like they have a whole bunch of the x crosses and i think they have a whole wall full of just like floggers and you know, canes and that kind of stuff and it's was just so much fun. I went to the one uh, this last month, and it was just so insane. Oh, my goodness. Shelby, yeah. I want you to spank me. It's so hard with the flogger, but I want it to have a logo on it. Oh. A <laughs> Candy Girl logo. They- so, Candy Girl logo, flog <laughs> me, baby. We have to get Zach's permission first. Mm. Eh, he'll be fine. <laughs> oh, my God, I found it. Oh my god, March 17th. I'm not going to be here, but I'll be here oh, for wait, the April a, one. Oh, it's March 17th? I thought it was after spring break. Um, oh, it's during spring break. Oh, dang That's St. Patrick's Day, so I'm going to be too drunk. Mm. 
Yeah. What if they have, I don't know, leprechaun doms or subs? Irish doms only. Irish doms only. Catholics I, only. What if, if you don't just, wear green, you'll get spanked? Just a whole bunch of subs wearing green and a whole bunch of doms dressed as nuns. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me of Catholic school. <laughs> Just with a with lot more beating. latex. <laughs> with the beating included. I love that. Yeah. A lot cheaper, too. Same yeah. amount of trauma. Only $15. Order now. And so you've been doing this for a year. Yeah. Um, Before you had your very first session, what was your perspective on sex work in general, specifically like um, dominatrixes? I guess it was one of those things where it's like I never really thought about just how much goddamn work and shit that they have to go through. And then afterwards, especially when I started helping my master out with stuff and just talking with them and getting to know them, it's just like, my God, we need to to fucking respect these people. They go through so much stuff and they work so hard. Like afterwards, like I whole new perspective, I guess. Is it something that you would recommend to anyone who is considering it? Oh, definitely. Like, if you're even remotely thinking about it, save up and go do it. It is life-changing. You will remember it for years. That's so interesting to me that, like, you spent time saving. You're like, how am I going to treat myself? I'm going to go see a dominatrix because I'm like, "Mm, I'm going to travel. Most people would say like, I think I'm going to go to the mall and buy an Xbox. Like, no, I wanted to get my ass spanked. fucking Xbox, get a dom. Yeah. I love that. Fuck the Xbox. You could pour water on that and it dies instantly. (laughs) That's really cool. Yeah. Emily, do you have any more questions? Oh, yeah, I've written... Down several ones. Okay. Bring it. So, first one. So, latex, lingerie, all that stuff is expensive. I know you mentioned yes. getting the collar. So, do your doms ever treat you to, like, costumes or anything? Um, This is, the collar was the first, like, gift that okay. I've ever gotten from any of them. And this is really special and okay. nice. But uh, when I'm filming something, they'll I usually ask, like, hey, can I wear a mask because I don't want my face in this and like they provide me they have their own uh, mask and stuff it's usually always latex because I'm a freak like that (laughs) (laughs) so by any chance did did you do swim team like when you were younger like did you ever do neighborhood basically what I'm getting at is (laughs) Is, so there's some reason for my weird kinkiness no no I was gonna say (laughs) like is putting on a latex mask like putting on a swim cap where it kind of gets stuck on your hair um I've yeah kind of and it like when you if you were to just you know snap it or like pull it off like you know used condom or something like that like <laughs> it would pull your hair and kind of hurt uh it doesn't pull on your hair but it it, it does get very like actually it doesn't Staticky? it doesn't no it's almost the opposite because like it's so it's most i'm mostly talking about latex because it's so like insulated you get really hot in it so when you take it off your hair is like more wet than oh, anything, that just makes from sense. All sweat. so is it like difficult to get it on at all um for for Hoods and masks, not not really. Do you need like any type of lubrication to get it on? 
Uh, f- for for hoods and masks, not necessarily. For everything else, definitely. Okay. Uh, I've tried putting it on just dry, and it's a goddamn nightmare. Plus, you, you run the risk of snapping and breaking it. When yeah. people put on latex suits and stuff like that, do they use a lube, or is there anything special? Um, usually, it's lube. Uh, like water-based? Water-based lube, yeah. Uh, I've heard of a few people using, like, talcum powder but i don't think that works as well plus you don't get that that nice shine that you associate with latex yeah Yeah. also for our listeners out there there are three main types of lube yes silicon water and oil based and i have to re-emphasize do not use spit as lube do not use spit as (laughs) olive oil do not use any food-based products as lube please for the love of god just think about think about your own body please please Anyways, this has been a PSA. This has been a PSA. Anyways, okay. So we had somebody on in last week's episode or in a previous episode. Yeah, that's what made me want to get on this show. It's like, yes, they can talk about BDSM. I want to be on now. Yes. (laughs) Um, I don't know about you, but I loved that episode. It was amazing. Oh, it was so good. Great. Just like when when they started talking about the, the latex vacuum bed, like, Yes. That's one of my goals. I'm the one who wants to go in the vacuum bed. Me too. I want to go in. Have you ever met a Dom who has a vacuum bed or have you ever seen one? No, I haven't, unfortunately, but I I, I I want to find one. so many people who like want one. Like, should I build a vacuum bed and just like have friends over? Just go in. Like, not even for like sex things, just, you know. Just for the experience. You want to feel like freeze dried food. Like, (laughs) every now and then, yeah. You want to become a literal object. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah, I sleep there now. Like, what? Just walk into my room. (laughs) No bed. Just the vacuum bed. Just the vacuum bed. They're like, why do you have this cot here? I was like. Don't worry about it. (laughs) So on our last episode, we talked a lot about, like, kind of the dungeons. So how many different types of dungeons have you been to around Austin? I've technically been in two, if you don't want to count the, the shrine club. Uh, I've been in my master's dungeon, and I've been in my friend O's dungeon. Uh, they used to work out the same dungeon, actually, but O got a uh, got a bigger one and moved out. Nice. Yeah. And um, so in the dungeon, is it walls painted black? Like no, and there's a very good reason for that. Actually, black is. Only good if you really want all the dirt in the room to be shown. Black is the worst color to paint any room because you can see just the history of the room just from the dirt on the black walls. I didn't even consider that. Yeah. What uh, color is it then? Uh, for my master's dungeon, we actually I actually helped paint their their dungeon a couple weeks ago. Uh, now it's like a a really nice plum purple. Ooh, that that's sexy. Yeah. If you were about to say beige or some shit like no, that. No, not beige. <laughs> it looks like a damn, like, I don't know, gallery of furniture, <laughs> like a house for sale. <laughs> no, it's a very nice plum purple. And I think a lot of dungeons are that kind of color. They're either, like, blue, red, purple, or some kind of combination. But, like, the darker form of those? Not... E- I, I just don't yeah. imagine, like, bright red room. Well, Not bright 
red. Not that I've been in. It's okay. usually usually the brightness comes from the lights. Okay, uh, that makes sense. Like my friend O, she has the lights set up to strobe and also to like change colors. So it was like it could be like green, it could be purple, it could be orange, it could be everything. Does she have an Alexa to control it or something? Uh, no, it's a remote. That'd be funny as fuck if, like, you know, you're spanking a guy, <laughs> girl, person, and you're like, Alexa! <laughs> Whoosh, oh, shit. Alexa, order a new cane. <laughs> Alexa, what do you do if someone's ass doesn't stop bleeding? <laughs> <laughs> Also, Alexa, can you turn the lights back on? <laughs> Honestly, it sounds helpful. It sounds like maybe this is something they should invest in. I feel in. like, yeah. you know, one party would definitely have their hands tied. And the other one you know, would, you know, have their hands tied. Like, yeah. <laughs> Emily, let's start a dungeon out of your living room. Fuck, <laughs> I want to. <laughs> My dog would get scared. Your oh, dog no. would get scared. <laughs> what is the... So, as a domestic servant, I don't know if you've, like, participated in other people's sessions. I have not, and it's not that I'm against doing that. It's just, like, it's never come up. They've never asked. Okay. But it's, like, if they said, like, hey, do you want to help me with this client? Be like, yeah, sure. That sounds fun. Yeah, my question was, like, was going to be, like, what's the best thing, like, you've ever experienced? Like, oh. like just kind of watch it or, like, anything that really comes up. Ooh. Um, let's see. <laughs> okay, just, it's about to get really explicit. If you're at all squeamish, you might want to turn this off for a little bit. Uh, so uh, this was back in the medical um, re- retreat with O. So the, this is the, during the workshop. This is during the workshop. The, the HR workshop. The okay. HR Dom workshop. Um, she, she, she's done this with, uh, some of her other clients, but it's it's what she likes to call a flesh taco. Basically, what that involves. Wait, wait. Before you continue, mm-hmm. I just want Shelby and I to comment on what we think that is. Yes, because I want I, you to guess what you I, think. Oh, I love have that. no idea, and I'm probably going to get it really wrong, but hear me out. So, taco kind of looks like a vagina. Mm-hmm. So, what if it's like taking like small pieces of skin like near that or like putting something like in but i feel like a dom wouldn't hmm yeah because flesh taco what do you think do you think it's something you eat or like put in your mouth or <laughs> then you stack three naked people on top of each other. <laughs> it's like planking but you're naked <laughs> No, actually, Emily, you had it exactly right. Ah, no way! Yeah. Basically, it's taking the loose skin of one's nutsack, stretching it out over the penis, and then getting one of those medical-grade staplers and stapling it shut no. so that you have basically a makeshift pussy. <laughs> I wish, I wish y'all could see all of our faces. I was about to say, like, if only you could see Emily's face right now. It is amazing. Well, it's great because, like, you are so excited to be telling us this. And Emily looks like she's going to pass out. I love this. I'm thinking about this. What kind of stapler? 
it's uh like the I, same I one that like when i remember like i had a bunch of dumb friends in elementary they'd fall and get like staples put in instead of stitches oh yeah it's that's exactly what it is it's one of those medical grade staplers where it's like if you don't want to get stitches or if it's not bad enough to use these little staples yeah. So I think I think what really gets me is like there's things like rope, yeah. tape, late like glue, <laughs> glue, glue, mm-hmm. adhesives, and staples. Mm-hmm. Staples. The staples. The thing about the medical staples is like they don't actually penetrate the skin, so it's just like it's more just something like holding onto thing? you tight. Okay, so it's not like, you know, your fucking office max. No, like. it's n- please don't do that. <laughs> like, that's on par with the using the spit as lube. When we, it's like, when you we will go to staples, the hospital. Don't, don't staple unless you've been taught how. Yes. <laughs> oh, sorry, I just had the, the image of someone using an actual, like, stapler. It's Anyways, like, that's why I was so that. shocked. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's that's, that's how sense. I was picturing no, it. It's, no. not, it's not that. It's one of those medical grade staplers i wish i could be like oh that's not that bad then but (laughs) have you ever heard of penis puppetry i have what is that okay so i think it's something similar i remember one time i don't know i was like super drunk in like a hot tub some mansion and like some kid who goes to brown just started you know doing penis puppetry so there's like the hamburger the eiffel tower let me pull up a picture (laughs) i thought we said no pictures at the beginning of this episode (laughs) What do you mean no pictures? I should Google it on the school computer. <laughs> Just be like, what the fuck are they doing here? This is different. This is this is for research purposes because I'm not sure I know what this is. I might know what it is, but I'm also just terrible like, at the like, names. Look, look, like here's the Eiffel Tower. The hamburger. Oh, like, okay. Like hamburger. Uh, I can't say that I've done that. Yeah, I was 18 and in high school at the time, so I was really confused. Yeah. That's kind of cute. <laughs> it is kind of cute. <laughs> Aww. Like, but that kind of, that, that's kind of like the, the flesh taco, because it's like, this is something super fucking hot, but you have to remain completely flaccid. <laughs> so it's like... As this was happening, it's like, this is amazing, but I'm also just sitting here thinking about the most boring things like bread. I wonder if pigeons. my boyfriend will have that like, problem don't get when hard. I staple him next time he visits. <laughs> it's like, don't get hard because it fucking ruins it. And it also just makes it more painful. Wait, oh my God. If your like, dick is in the flesh taco, mm-hmm. you get an erection, do the staples pop out? Um, No, because you instantly get soft. When the <laughs> staples begin to stretch, it's basically a form of chastity. Yeah. It's like it's like a chastity cage, except invented by a pinhead from Hellraiser. Yeah, I was like, there are cock cages. Yeah, there are chastity no, belts. No. You can literally put your dick in a box. <laughs> no, this is that to the extreme. Yeah, for it's real. Like, like that one. That's when people look at cages and like that's for fucking wussies i'm gonna fucking staple you shut why go to jail when you could just i don't know get nailed somewhere like yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh emily jesus oh. died for our sin bitch. <laughs> jesus died so that the we cage could staple for- our dick shut <laughs> the cage was for fucking pussies we used to cross 
<laughs> Cut that out. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I am not kink shaming. I am just surprised. Yeah. I am just learning so much about sex. Like I really so thought, like, you know. I knew about you, sex. You, you know? thought it was just going to be me saying like, "Yeah, I photographed a couple people getting getting fisted." And like, I was no. just, <laughs> and I was just going to ask things like, "Oh, so do you ever hype them up, like stuff like that?" <laughs> and instead, here we are. Here we are. Don't get me wrong; I'm fucking here for it. Yeah, <laughs> I love this. This is amazing. Okay, I'm talking about it. Wait, wait, back to the dungeon thing because oh yeah, one thing that I could not get over in the last episode. Mm-hmm. Was the drink selection? Was there LaCroix in this dungeon? There's LaCroix in O's dungeon. So yes. Yeah, there is. <laughs> there is. Uh, in my master's dungeon, she just has tap water. Uh, she doesn't have LaCroix, but in O's dungeon, yes, she has a whole bunch of them. Yes! <laughs> You're just like, vindication, yes! I want to just, like, go on, like, a tour of a dungeon yeah. and just, like, walk around, like, filming it and be like, and here you see LaCroix. Yes. <laughs> Bro, for some people, drinking that whole thing would be a form of torture. Yeah. For me. I just love your idea. It's like, oh, let's see, uh, we got the... The Wall of Floggers, the Dick Forest, and LaCroix in the fridge. <laughs> Drown me in LaCroix. <laughs> That's my kink. Waterboarding with LaCroix. <laughs> Specifically the raspberry. <laughs> Don't ask me why. <laughs> and then I guess last question about the dungeons. Mm. Um, our last, I guess, Dom assistant. Mm. Um, said that every single dungeon has the same smell, which is hard to describe, but it's like latex and cleaning solution. Yeah, that's that's exactly. They nailed it right on the head. That That's exactly what they, at least the two that I've been in, smell exactly like that. They smell like latex and cleaning supplies. That's how you know it's a good dungeon. I feel oh, like. yeah. It's clean. It's Honestly, clean. if it didn't smell like cleaning supplies, I think I'd leave now. <laughs> yeah. It's like, when it, I tell people, I'm like, apparently all dungeons smell the same. They're like, Oh, it smells like cum and sweat, and blood. Uh, no. <laughs> uh, no, that's my bedroom. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's what it should smell like afterwards, <laughs> not before you get there. If it smells like that before you get there, uh, you need to run away. <laughs> like, if <laughs> my three pieces of advice, don't use spit as lube, uh, Shit, I forgot the second piece of advice. Never mind. Cut this. <laughs> this Cut joke this. did not work. <laughs> so it seems like, you know, you and your master have a really good relationship, yeah. very good communication. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd hope so. Oh, yeah. Um, Has she ever suggested something that you weren't comfortable with? Um, what are your limits? Uh, it's funny that you bring that up because there was this thing uh, back in January, uh, not January, uh, December, uh, they had invited me to uh, another like training thing, and it was for fire play. And that sounds sick as hell. Yeah, <laughs> for uh, just clarifying, it was sick as hell. It was awesome. But before that, oh, you uh, went? I did. I sh- they invited me to be like you know the guinea pig, and I was I was really nervous about it because when they when they told me about it, uh, they didn't really 
go into a lot of detail about exactly what it was. So I was very nervous about it. So I was just like, fuck, what, fire, fire bad. I'm Frankenstein's monster, fire bad. <laughs> uh, but I, I called them to be like, hey, I, I don't know about this. I'm very nervous. And they reassured me. It's like, no, we're not going to light you completely on fire. Uh, then they sent me a link to a website talking about it and it's basically just it's very safe basically it's they put some kind of solution on your body and then they go over with fire and then they like wipe it down really quick the fire only lasts like not even a second i'm kind of a pyromaniac and i think you just helped me find what i'm doing to my boyfriend next yes i feel like i'm not describing it as well as i I should no Uh, no definitely read up on it like i'm a like I've I've caught fire that time it was an accident but I've caught fire before yeah kind of a pyro anyways yeah, it was awesome like when I got there after I read about it it's like oh yeah I won't fucking do it it's awesome so like same workshop thing uh kind like of Dif- different workshop? different people different place okay mm-hmm. casual dressed uh both okay uh casually dressed and then I got naked so but like what about the doms. The doms, oh, they were they were casual. They were just wearing, like, what I'm wearing right now, just, like, streetwear. Yeah, I feel like, you know, if I were a dom going to my first workshop, I'd be like, man, I'm nervous. Like, what if I don't fit in? I guess I have to wear, like, the most leathery thing, and then I'd show up and, you know, yeah, be overdressed. <laughs> uh, that probably wouldn't have been a good idea for the fire play. Just be like, fuck, I'm hot. God damn it. I'm sweaty. <laughs> I wouldn't even care about the fire play. I just want the other doms to like me. Oh, yeah. I think that, like, every time I go to a workshop, it's like, I just want them to think I'm cool. Aww. <laughs> <I'm> cool. <laughs> Do you guys like me yet? Well, we think you're cool, okay? Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm out of questions if you have anything else. I think that when a lot of people uh, come on the show, they tend to have like one or two stories like in their mind where yeah. they're like, I just need the world to hear this to verify yeah. that it's <laughs> black as hell. Yeah. Do you have anything like that that you'd like to share? Um, if not, it's okay. Um, this, the ones that I, I thought of before this, I've already, sorry. I've already mentioned. I've already talked about. Yeah, that's fine. Trying, I didn't know if there's anything we're leaving out. Um, I'm trying. I'm trying to think. I want to say there was like a couple of things, uh, but I'm just not remembering it. Uh, I did go to a second medical workshop with O. There's several. Yeah. How often do they happen? Uh, this one happened. Um, Is that like a quarterly thing? No, it's not. Well, well, kind of. It was back in November, though. Uh, just trying to think. It was mostly just the same stuff, except uh, there was electric stuff in the second one, like electric play. Continue. <laughs> well, you see, there are some types of butt plugs <laughs> where you can attach little electrical boxes to. No way. Yeah. And what's even better is that O basically had a trunk full of electric stuff including electric paddle. It's basically like a normal like spanking paddle, except it's like got like, I guess it's like the little like metal studs. And when you hook it up, it's like it can send a jolt through wow. And, um, but that's, that wasn't even the best thing. There was, I, I'm not even sure how to describe it. It was like, it wasn't a, 
butt plug, but it was basically a long metal rod with a little ball at the end of it. And basically, you could hook that up and, you know, shove it up someone's butt. And basically, if you turn it up to a certain frequency, the muscles around the anus will, like, contract and release around it. So basically, it you're fucking yourself with this thing. Oh, my God. Yeah. I know what I'm getting from my gay electrical engineering <laughs> friends. <laughs> As a graduation I, gift. I don't even know how to describe it. It was bizarre and amazing it's like i couldn't even really see what was happening but i could feel it and i could like see everyone's reaction so was it battery powered um, were any of the electric toys like you need a fucking uh wall outlet no not a wall out it was uh, i know i can picture it in my head but i'm not sure like how to describe it it's yeah. like one of those like lithium cla- batteries no i'm not sure what they run on maybe batteries I mean, i'm not an expert on equipment so it's like, uh, I'm not sure. Sorry, I'm an electrical expert. Oh, yeah. So I'm like, I wonder what these are powered by. Yeah. I'm like, huh, I'm, how many amps could they possibly like get out of that? Like, <laughs> yeah. how dangerous? Like, are we talking like if I were to go to a power pole and stick one of those wires up my ass or yeah. like? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. <laughs> um, I'm. I know that a lot of places like BDSM. Uh, online shops they have they usually have them it's the standard electrical play box if that makes any sense it will when i look it up yeah later. look it up <laughs> I, I i i don't know the names of things i'm sorry <laughs> i'm terrible with names like yeah that thing well i couldn't even get your fake name here yeah <laughs> smitty warbin jaegerman jensen smitty warbin jaegerman jensen wait i finally got it yeah Yay! i was gonna say you just did it <laughs> love a redemption (laughs) (laughs) all right well thank you so much for being here kit thank you for Mm -hmm. having sharing your story with us i know you were nervous but you did great so (laughs) i'm good at things yes (laughs) (laughs) just a little thing to put in anywhere as soon as i walked in and saw the collar the first thing i said was my dog is the same collar (laughs) (laughs) and it wasn't and it wasn't meant like why is this person wearing a collar? It well, was an well, objective fact. I am a nasty fact. bitch, so it's okay. We love to my hear dog's it. perfect. First of all, <laughs> I'm sorry. That was a that was that was no. Me. Oh my god, you're fine. I'm obsessed <laughs> with my dog. It's kind of a meme. Yeah. He has social anxiety and he's afraid of men. Mm. Same. Anyways, <laughs> if you guys have any questions about what Kit does or if you're interested in doing the same things as them, you are uh, welcome to email us at candygirlpodcast.outlook.com or you can DM us on Twitter at candygirlpod or Instagram at candygirlpodcast. Again, thank you so much for being here, Kit. We loved hearing from you. Thank you for having me. And we will hear from you guys next Friday. <laughs>